here we are. It's a Saturday morning. That means one thing. It's time for the Cummins Real Estate Show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Good morning, Michelle. Good. Uh, mo- it's a good morning for me, Curtis, but I don't know about you. It yeah. looks like you got a black eye there. Uh, it's not a black eye. Um, i got to get close to the camera. You see, I got, I got a little bit of a scrape under my eye from softball. I, uh. I, I thought I could still slide head first. Apparently, I can't. You've done that in the past. Yeah, I used to be. Sliding used to be my real forte. I was, you know, I was a base stealer the whole bit. Every once in a while, instincts kick in above actual brains, and (laughs) you forget how old you are, and you do something, and then you're like halfway through. You're like, why am I doing this? It's slow pitch softball. Why am I sliding headfirst into a base? And in the process, I kind of end up curling my arm under myself, caught my shoulder, and then slid the last couple feet on my face. Ouch. No wonder you look like you do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but did you win? No, that was the worst part. It was an amazing oh. cause. But, you know, I, I wasn't that pretty to start, so it doesn't matter. No harm in trying, except for in your case. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got the scars to prove it. No, don't do what I do. I'm just here to do, be a life lesson for others. <laughs> you got to do what it takes, and you did what it takes. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, oh. I mean, I, every it's funny because, I mean, I've, my skills have deteriorated so much. I used to be such a much better ball player but I still have fun practice makes perfect and every once in a while I will do something that reminds myself oh right I still can do some of this stuff and then I'll completely screw something up again the next time so it keeps me humble anyway well you'll be back on the field soon oh yeah our team actually as much as we like to pick on each other we have a great team we have a lot of fun we we tease each other but it's all in good fun and it's harmless little teasing and and uh, you know we just generally we get out and we just the, the, the camaraderie teammates is it's like I don't think I've ever had a team like quite like this. We do have a lot of fun, no matter what's going on. Is this the first year you all got together? No, this is. Uh, it's been a kind of a coming together. I was on this team before I blew up my Achilles four years ago. Okay, I played three whole games for them that season. And then we had two years off with the pandemic. We started up again uh, last year, and we've had a couple people come and go. And it's just the team we've got now. Uh, you just you, sometimes you just get magic, right? You get that chemistry, mm-hmm. and it's funny because sometimes too we 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 end up you know we're a good team, but every once in a while we just something will click and. Like in a tournament, we were beating A division teams. Oh wow! And we're like, "What's going on?" Good <laughs> team players. But you know, some like. teams have you know game to game. They they can vary. We vary inning to inning. Oh yeah. wow! We could have a great inning, and then we can have a really bad inning. Right the extremes. Now. Yeah. <laughs> followed by another good inning. Followed by two bad innings. Followed by two good innings. Stringing a whole bunch of good innings together is a task we haven't quite figured out. Well, you're not wearing your baseball cap, but you're wearing your hashtag demo day hat. Yeah. No. I well I, exactly. I actually, my contractor was starting Demo Day this week at the new Remax Magnolia in Mission, and I wanted you to be there so bad. I was going to say, oh, where was I for this? I guess it's probably there's legalities of not being having me allowed, but come on. Well, I at least wanted to get you in there with mallet, like yeah, going through one of the walls. Exactly. I know. Maybe there's a wall left that you can still do that, because <laughs> I wanted it. I want to capture that. I am sure. Yeah, well, I, what you, you just, that was, if there's a job for Richard, that would have been for him to do the dismantling of the office. You got the hat. I got that. Well, he's got the hat, too. Well, that's true. <laughs> but I figured you know, if anybody would be great at demolition, it would be Richard. 
Uh, yeah, he's pretty good at that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I saw Shania Twain on Wednesday. Oh, with my... very nice. You saw the Queen of Me tour. Yes. And she it, she didn't change outfits as much as I thought. You know, I'm used to like Cher. Cher changed her outfit like 10 times. Yeah, like every other song. Yeah. It was crazy. But it was still fun. It was great. And she looks fantastic. I can't believe, you know, for her age, how she, like she's just good for her. Even with the hardships that she's had through Lyme disease and the things that she's had to deal with, she's just exercising. She does what she can for herself, and she's uh, inspiring. Yeah, I heard, uh, you know, I remember when she first kind of came back, uh, I heard her live a couple times, and she was struggling with her voice a bit. And I know she doesn't sound quite like she did when she was at the top of her game, but she's dealt with Lyme disease. But she, I, I felt she sounded pretty good in the clips I saw. Yes, and the, I know she's had throat surgery and mm-hmm. all sorts of things. And, uh, yeah, she's she tends to be on the lower range more. Yep. But it was funny because when she'd laugh, though, her laugh is so high. It's mm-hmm. high-pitched and it's it's hilarious. <laughs> you laugh at her laughing, yes. which is pretty funny. I've seen Shania three times, and she does put on a great show. This was my first time. Yeah, no, I've seen her on, in the past. I saw her, my wife, a couple times, and I, I think I took my niece when she graduated from high school many years ago as a present. So, Well, my, I actually fell in love with the country listening to her back in the 90s. I was in Kentucky, and I heard her on the radio, and I'm like, this is country and this is great. I love it. Like I wasn't used to, I never listened to country before that, but then I started listening mm-hmm. to country and then I started falling in love with the old oldies, the new, the goodies, everything. So, <laughs> but Excellent. yeah, she was my first uh, country artist. I first bought my CD of, or was it tape? No, I think it was CD back then. It wasn't that long ago. I, I, gr- <laughs> I grew up with country always in the house because my mom and dad, but of course I was a long haired, heavy metal kid in the eighties. And then uh, my uh, my dad came home with a copy of Garth Brooks, No Fences, in like 1990. Oh, wow. And threw it at me and goes, you might like this. I'm like, I'm not going to like this, Dad. Come on. What are you talking about? I don't, <laughs> don't listen to this kind of music. Well, I always listen to like Amy Grant, mm-hmm. you know, which, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, but so Garth Brooks is what got me. Mm-hmm. No, and then my son right now, it's Morgan Wallen, has got, it turned him oh, into nice. a oh, hardcore country fan. Interesting. So, yeah. That's so neat to know. Uh, so May the 4th, what did you do on May the 4th? Anything? I, <laughs> well, I was a Star Wars geek. I spent most of my day annoying my friends that are Star Wars geeks by sending them really dumb May the 4th be with you memes. Well, I know you're a big Star Wars fan. So I was thinking, did you wear a special like hat? Did you wear, a, you know, a stormtrooper hat no. or did you dress up for the day? No, I didn't even wear <laughs> I have a couple Star Wars shirts and even wear those. Oh, no. no, but I just I made sure to send my buddies like memes of but really stupid ones like like you nobody no Star Wars fan really likes Jar Jar Binks <laughs> so I kept sending memes out that had Jar Jar Binks in it <laughs> that's funny so my buddy my one buddy my best friend of many 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 years was just like you're an idiot <laughs> why it's, would you send me this <laughs> how come I didn't get that I should have sent that to you that's funny I thought you leaned towards Star Trek though oh I love both okay. I actually I first fell in love with Star Wars because I knew Star Wars before Star Trek and then I just love anything in the stars anything in the universe no really they're both made so well and I am one of those that actually loves both of them I, I like them both too, but I'm more of a Star Wars guy. Yeah, I can't say I'm more one than the other. I just love them both. They're so different. Have you been watching Picard? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I have not started yet. <gasps> oh my gosh, this season. Oh, that's what I'm told. It's the best. Yes, it is good. And they bring back a lot of the old uh, folks for this one. I hear. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's really <laughs> good. You're gonna. What, you're gonna. What do you call it? Binge. It? Uh, that's like, the plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, since Yellowstone's coming to an end, now I'll watch that. 
Yeah. Is there one more season? No, there's still the half. Uh, they've announced today that this will be the end of last season, though. So the second half of the season will be it. Oh, I didn't know that. But we're getting some kind of a sequel with some of the characters. Okay, that'll be good. Yeah, as okay. long as Rip's around. That will okay. make me cry, then. Yeah, and apparently Matthew McConaughey has signed on to do one of the sequels that they're working oh, on. Oh, neat. Yeah. He can be a great character. That gold one movie he mm-hmm. was on, it was so great. He's done a couple great ones. And, uh, you know, Rip came and visited me at an open house the other weekend. Rip came to visit, yeah, Two really? weekends ago, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Shared it on my social media. Well, a truck that had the Yellowstone on it. <laughs> Uh, anyways, so we're going to talk our first um, um, segment on changes to the strata property regulation, expand exemptions to 55 plus bylaws. So we know in the earlier in the year, in the beginning of the year, I should say, they had the rules, uh, the government did, of all strata, no more rental restrictions. And the other thing was that it can only have for an age restriction 55 plus. So anybody had that, that 35 plus, 45 plus, whatever it was, had to to, uh, I had to um, vote. Three-fourths of the owners had to vote at their annual uh, general meeting this year on whether they wanted to go no age restrictions or change it to 55 plus. So anyways, there's some changes on that. But beforehand, you know, oh, and, and their second segment is the stats. We have the stat show today. I'm sure we do. And actually, it is astounding. It's pretty, yeah, it's changes have happened. In so. radio, we call that a tease. Ugh, that is, yes, you can call that a, this is radio. <laughs> That's a tease. In the radio industry, we call that a tease. You stick around, we got something for you here a little later on. Did you do anything for Cinco de Mayo yesterday, last night? Uh, well, I do love Mexican food. Uh-huh. Um, Double deckers? I, tequila? No, uh, I was behaving. Uh, no, you know, that's one thing. I wish it was a bigger deal on this side of the border, because I know on where you grew up, especially in California, it's a big deal. Oh, I, I love Mexican food. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but when you go to California, you get the good stuff, because it's more authentic there. Uh-huh. Oh, and you get endless chips? Yeah, you go into dip? a Mexican restaurant in Southern California, and it's like... It just, you know, in a, in a lot of ways, it makes all of our Mexican food look like fast food. Uh, I'm even a fan of Taco Bell. Oh, I love Taco Bell. Don't get yeah. me wrong. but Yeah. Richard hates that I eat Taco Bell. He hates it. He, he goes, it's just like a cardboard in, in a burrito wrap. And I'm all, I don't care what it is. It's delicious. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, <laughs> and I, same thing. I'm like, I shouldn't be eating this probably, but I love it. So, um, no, I, I'm a big fan of Mexican cuisine. But yeah, no, I know I learned that when I went to California years ago that it was like I went into a restaurant and I'm like this is the best Mexican food I've ever had so good every time I go to Arlington there's the La Hacienda try that restaurant or at Sumas across the border love that restaurant mm-hmm. and there's even like they never karaoke there but they got a band I mean a stage I mean so I never seen a band or karaoke but anyways that's fun uh, food but every time I go down to California to visit my family we always that's one of our dinners all together is of course a Mexican restaurant uh, but yeah okay Okay, so let's talk about this change in um, changes to the strata property regulation. So it'll ensure that people living in stratas with 55 plus age restrictions will be able to stay in their homes even if their family structure changes. Now, this has been a big issue, well, ever since I've been in real estate and before that. So it's been an issue for a long time because, you know, life changes. It doesn't stay the same. And what if something happens and all of a sudden you've adopted, you know, family members that are young or, you know, others have to live there that are under 55. And a lot of stratas, it's not just one of the owners 55. All of the residents living in the home can't be 
under 55. So starting a family, it's a big decision and big change for many people. And they shouldn't come with the risk of people losing their home. And uh, Ravi Collin, a minister of housing, says after hearing from a few people experiencing similar situations, we've made changes so they and others can grow their families or support their children while knowing that they'll be able to stay in the home they know and love. Taking effect immediately, this amendment expands the list of exemptions to 55 and over bylaws in strata buildings to include future children and spouses or partners of current residents. It will also create an exemption to permit um, adult children of current residents to move back home with their parents or former caregivers. Isn't that nice? I'm so happy they made this change. Uh, I'm relieved, he says, that the government has taken action to support families like mine and especially give back a homeowner's right to decide if they want to start a family in the future. So, I mean, this is big stuff. Uh, This is I'm surprised it took this long. It took forever and a day for these changes to take effect. But maybe because they were already focused on a bylaw change, they really thought of everything or implemented what what other issues they had had arisen. Um, But because this has been so I'm really happy about this change. Yeah, so that's uh, that's about it. There's more about it. I'll have it on my website if you want to check out the report. Uh, it's actually just right from the BC Government News website. Okay, so just theoretically, in a, in a, in a number of years, uh, my wife comes to her senses, realizes, why am I with this guy? She kicks me out, and I end up with a, you know, a, a 28-year-old trophy bride, and I'm in a 55-plus complex. She's allowed to stay with me. You're okay. You're okay. A-okay. She's A-okay. Okay, just, you know, just making sure. Yeah. My yeah. wife says she's the trophy bride, so... She is. I don't know what contest I won. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a quick break here, and we'll come back with stats. If people want more information on uh, your listings and things like that, where can they go? MichelleCummins.ca. We're back with more right after this. Segment number two of the Cummins Real Estate Show with local rock star realtor Michelle Cummins and me, Curtis Pope. Uh, all right, so I'm, it's a stat show, so you are the star. Stats. Your name's on the show too, but it's the stat show. This is the part of the show where I go for a coffee and yeah. you just do your Make thing. Make it a long pour. <laughs> I'll do a pour over yeah. for this one. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. this is the stat show. But I know you're very excited about the stats, so I can't wait to hear what you got. So let's let's get to it. Well, we've had some exciting times. In fact, yesterday uh, I went to go put an offer on a place that was listed just you know a little bit ago and already had presentation of offers, had 10 offers in, in, in mission. Uh, Realtor I talked to the night before said that she had... No, she not she had thirty something offers in Langley, but somebody she knows that she went in for sixty something offers. 
60, 60 offers. It was 64, 60, it was something. I just, after I heard 60 something, my, my yeah. brain was just like, what? Going, how do you go through 60 offers? Yes. Like, how is that happening right now in today's market, people ask? Well, it wasn't happening two months ago. No, no. And so it's happening now, and we're in May. <laughs> so we did have a, a little late, we had an early spring, then a kind of a late spring to the market, but I've got the... April stats for everyone here. And just so you know, it's just gotten even busier, even though we're in the in the beginning of May. It has not slowed down yet. So, and that's a good thing. Spring, this is the head headline. Spring sales hold steady in Fraser Valley real estate market. So, despite persistent inventory shortfalls, housing sales in the Fraser Valley remained steady in April as buyers took advantage of the continued pause in interest rate hikes. In April, the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board processed uh, 1,554 sales on the multiple listing service, virtually unchanged compared to March, and a slight decrease of 5.1% compared to April of last year. Buyers are continuing to find opportunities in the Fraser Valley, even in the face of lower inventories, said Narendra Baines, chair of the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board. With prices remaining strong, we expect to see inventories increase over the coming months as sellers seek to capitalize on price growth after sitting out for so long. The board received 2,478 new listings in April. That's off by 3.2% compared to March and down 31.6% compared to last year. The month ended with a total active inventory of 4,632 listings a 2.2% increase over March and 14% less than April 2022. So people who like stats and graphs will love all this information. Others might gloss over it until we get to the prices, but uh, low inventories helped nudge prices upward with the composite benchmark price by 2.8% in the upward trend to 992,000 and single family detached homes by nearly 4% month over month. Now, I'm excited to go to the actual percentage um, because it's actually, yeah, prices are back where it was in 2021. And so, yeah, across Fraser Valley in April, the average number of days to sell a single family detached home only took 25 days and a townhouse was 23 days. Apartments took on average 26 days to sell. Interesting. So the benchmark prices for single-family homes in the Fraser Valley currently, or I should say April, it was at $1,442,900, an increase of 3.8% compared to March and a decrease of 17.8% compared to April of last year. Townhouses in the Fraser Valley are at $808,000, that benchmark price, and that is an increase of 1.7% compared to March and a decrease of 13.3% compared to April uh, of last year. Apartments are at 530200 That's the benchmark price again, and that's an increase of 1.6% compared to March and a decrease of 9.8% compared to April of last year. So going into municipality by municipality, and we always like to start off with our Abbotsford. So detached benchmark prices at $1,137,700. That's a decrease of 22.6% from last year. And it increased uh, 4% uh, month over month. So townhouses are at 609300 That's a decrease of 17.9% from last uh, year. But it is a 0.2% increase from the month before. And apartments at four hundred. 
126,300, a decrease of 14.5% from last year, but an increase of 2.8% from the month before. And then mission for detached average prices, or sorry, detached benchmark, is 981,500. That's still a decrease of 22.6% from last year, but it increased 3.3% from the month before. But the average price in mission actually went up month over month. The average price, that is, for detached properties from uh, March to April, it went up 19.9%. That's huge in one month. That's a big change. But uh, we talked about averages and benchmark prices and median prices and what they all mean. You'll have to go back to our episode where we uh, talked about that. Yes, because I was very confused and I was glad you explained it to me. Yeah. So that's, yeah, go back to that episode if you need to find out. Okay. So townhouses emission benchmark prices at 639400 That's a decrease of 14.8% from last year. And it increased 1.8% month over month. And for apartments at 432500 a decrease of 8.8% still from last year, but an increase of 3.4% from the month before. Now, keep in mind for May, by the end of May, I'm sure everything will be up again because the, the, the spring market is still continuing. Of course, it always slows down in the summertime, but, you know, May is still spring. I mean, gosh, the water, the, the snow is only still melting off. So detached prices benchmark for White Rock South Surrey is at $1,864,100. And that's a decrease of 13.3% from last year, but an increase of 3.3% from the month before. Townhouses at 937000 That is a decrease of 11% from last year, but an increase of 1.3% from the month before. And then we've got apartments in uh, White Rock, South Surrey at 599400 a decrease of 7.6% from last year, but an increase of 1.3% from the month before. Then for Langley, benchmark prices for detached are at $1,541,200. That's a decrease of 17.7% from last year and an increase of 3.8% from the month before. Townhouses at $811,200, a decrease of 13.2% from last year and an increase of 1.9% from the month before. Apartments in Langley at $575,500 and that's a decrease of 10.9% from last year and increase of 1.8% from the month before. Delta, so that benchmark price for detached homes, $1,337,000. That's a decrease of 18.5% from last year still an increase of 4.3% from the month before. Townhouses 860, sorry 886,100 that's a decrease of 15.3% from last year but an increase of 1.4% from the month before and apartments 558,000 a decrease of 13.8% from last year but an increase of 1.2% from the month before. So you can see in all five of our municipalities in the Fraser Valley we have oh gosh I don't think I did Surrey again I've done that before. You're I've almost forgetting poor Surrey. I've almost skipped Surrey. It's only like a huge municipality, you know? Okay, I know. Like, so big. So, okay, let's do all city of Surrey combined. Detached benchmark prices at $1,579,100. That is a decrease of 16.4% from last year, but an increase of 3.8% from the month before. And townhouses at 849200 a decrease of 12.5% from last year, an increase 
increase of 1.9% from the month before. And apartments at 537,000, that is a decrease of 8.8% from last year, but an increase of 1% from the month before. And now what I was going to say is that all of our five municipalities, you notice that month over month, March to April, everything went up. Mm-hmm. which is balancing out our our minuses from year over year, right? Uh, but mostly still assessment values. If you look at your assessment value and you look at your market value today, they're still selling less than assessed value. However, we have been seeing an increase of buyer activity. We have seen a lot of multiple offers, especially the new listings. The new listings are going like hotcakes. Buyers are loving those new listings. When went in our neighborhood, it was up for sale for, the sign was up for maybe a week, uh, not even, and sold went up on it. Yeah. And now they're doing that whole presentation of offers, meaning the seller has signed with their listing agent to wait to look at any and all offers until a certain day and time. So if you're interested in buying, if you're needing to buy or you want to buy, uh, you're thinking about writing an offer on a property, don't delay to let your agent know to reach out to the listing agent right away so that they know exactly what day and time that is. Because it would be horrible if you missed it and you wanted to write an offer on a property. So yeah, you've got to be really... A quick to decision as a buyer nowadays. And the Bank of Canada hasn't changed their rates. You know, they've been on hold, but banks are actually lowering. They're really competitive with their term rates. So, you know, rates are going, doing really good right now as well. So I've got, um, I've got an actual, okay. One open house today. If anybody is listening to the show who's looking for a property or you know somebody who is who loves horses or maybe just, you know, I've got this equine horse retreat property with a log rancher with a three bedroom suite that was done by the property brothers. We have an open house today between two and three o'clock. I've got my colleague, Christine Allen, is going to host it. If you, if you, I mean, you don't have to have horses to love this property and to enjoy it. You can actually uh, rent out the you can run it as a as as a boarding um, for horses and make good money. There'd be lots so, of room for all of Richard's cars if you were to buy it. I know, I know, I know. Don't then you just you buy, can more. buy more? I know. I probably shouldn't exactly. encourage this. I know you really shouldn't. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay because every time he buys a car, I just buy another property, and it's all it all works out. It all works out. It all works out. And, I mean, you know, you want you want horses, so that would work out. I know. I want a Frisian so bad. Ugh. Yes. So excited. Okay, the address of that property is 30150 Keystone Avenue in Mission. Uh, go to my social media if you forget that address. Just check it out, all the photos, the virtual tour. I even did a little video on it. I uh, had it on TV, and I called out to uh, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell <laughs> that it would be perfect for them. Perfect. Why not? <laughs> yeah. It's they spent some time up here. They like it here. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. Oh, I have the best quote today, very suiting, uh, regarding seeing Shania last week. It's a Shania quote. Man, you feel like a woman? <laughs> no. <laughs> but yes. Uh, no. G- okay. Getting lost can be a blessing as you never know what you'll stumble upon. That is Shania Twain. Again, getting lost can be a blessing as you never know what you'll stumble upon. I'm going to remember that next time I get lost because I refuse to ask directions. Yes, you do that. <laughs> 
I have a good sense of direction, actually. I rarely, rarely get lost. I can usually find my My wife always says, you use the force, going back to our May the 4th thing. She says, I don't know how you do it, and it drives her nuts. So I'll just, I'll figure it out. I'll be like, I'm going to go this way, and I find it. It drives her nuts. All right. Well, if uh, people want more information about your stats, about your listings, where can they go? michellecummins.ca. And join us again next week when we will talk real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized. Thanks for listening.